My VLC music player is not actually not playing music. That is actually a concern. I didn't know this was actually a thing that was happening. Oof. Alright, so I'll try to figure all that out. Hey everybody, welcome to the next episode of the Matt Her um, of the Hi, everybody. Al. How next are you? I'm here too. He's we here, but so am I. Waiting for the next episode of the Anime for Our Podcast. We're here to talk about episode of My Hero Academia, uh, episode one and ten, Sad Man's Parade, name of the episode. That's actually kind of apt. Considering what actually happened it in it. Um We're gonna go through I guess all the notes we have here like we usually do. I don't think anything changed in like the in analytics, so I'm probably not gonna I say I'm probably not gonna as I'm typing in the, the login information. This is yay, professional. This is far from professional, but hey. You're a highly trained professional. In some things others not. I don't know. Oh, yeah, that's right. Skeptical is the name of that dude. I literally had his name down as E because I thought that was his actual name, but I'm not sure. Hmm. This is taking a little bit to load. Ooh, we're not having a good beginning of the uh, beginning of the month here. I think it's usually how it always is, and then near the end of the month, near the middle of the month was when we hit. Yeah. Granted, I think this has been the this is like the lowest that we've actually hit. Hmm. It's probably because I'm not up to date. Yeah, I need to fix that. I knew it was gonna affect us somehow. Oh, not much to talk. Not much to talk about. By the time people get this episode, they'll know what happened. But uh, yeah, I got I got uh, backtracked because I completely forgot to upload some of these things we've been do, uh, I've been doing. So I I have the video file. It's been it's being released on YouTube, but it has not been released uh, on the internet waves yet. So that is totally my fault. But um, hopefully I'll get that rectified soon. If I have to, I'll just have to make sure I I I convert all the MP4s to MP3s and then release them all at once, which shouldn't be that big of a problem. So we'll see when we get to it. Uh, not much change there. We're not having a, we're not having a very good beginning of September, but we will, we've only only been in September for three three days, six days. Yes, yeah, so we're not doing too bad. It's a, it's the very beginning of the month, and people are getting you know kids are going back to school and ooh, real life is. It's trying to kick in for a lot of people. A lot of people lost their uh, federal their federal benefits, one of the benefits, but federal uh, unemployment today or yesterday. No, during the weekend. It, it got all canned over the weekend. But enough about real-life politics. We're here to talk about anime. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's see here. The very beginning of the episode, I've written down that, uh, like, his name is Skeptical, I think is what you have written down in the notes here. Mr. Skeptic. Yes, sorry, Mr. Skeptic. Um, he, his ability is to create puppets. Uh, I guess his power is kind of slimmer to uh, twice his power here. Um, I'm not sure what the limits on it are. It seems like he has a, a, a limit to how far they can go away from him to be able for him to control them. Well, they're what... not true. I mean, it's twice his power is a lot better. Like, this, these puppets aren't true. Like, they're not smart. In the same way, they can follow orders and stuff like that, but they're a little bit empty. He said that they were cold, which is, you know what I mean, indicating the puppet thing that they have, like, no... I think know, that has something to do with the fact that I think he said he used a fridge to make those. Oh, maybe, yeah. I mean, I can, uh, see, I can see the same thing as, that, you know, they don't have a soul, but I, I took that as, like, maybe because they were made from a fridge. They threw that they threw that out there at some point. I'm not sure when they threw it out, but they threw it out that he apparently can take appliances. 
that are no bigger than humans and turn them in, into uh, appliances. I thought they said he used a fridge. Maybe I'm maybe I'm reading too much into that. I have no idea. Uh, Toga's life is threatened and causes twice to have a mental break because he's seeing himself kill her. Well, nearly kill her. And we already know that he had he had an incident early on that uh, caused him to have a mental break uh, when uh, his his copies were trying to kill him. And that leads into the backstory of Twice, uh, proper backstory of Twice, or his name is, I think you have written here, I did not write that name now, because that is a long name. Uh, well, you, you, for, you forgot to put the B in there, but you have Uli by Gawrawara. <laughs> Try that again. <laughs> I had a stroke. <laughs> yeah, I think you might have. I don't know how to pronounce this guy's name. It was like Bowie Bay. Got wait, Boo. I, I'm, I'm butchering his I'm name. <laughs> uh, Bay Garara. I think his name started with a B, though. Maybe I'm wrong. You just want to say Booby. Maybe I have no idea at this point. Let me go look at his name actually real quick. I thought his name started. Yeah, his last name starts with a B. I'm not kidding. His his name his first name is Jin though, so we'll just call him Jin. But um Can I call him Booby? Sure, it's your notes that I'm looking at on the screen right now. <laughs> okay. Um Let's see here. Uh mental break. I guess before we get to that point, you have some points here that I think are before at least up to the Genton versus Dobby thing, which we'll get to later. Uh you see, he duplicate. He can, yeah. We get some stuff about like uh, Twice's backstory and why he's with the league and he's trying to be helpful. Uh, we learned the main reason why uh, Shigaraki took those bull, uh, those uh, those bullets for getting rid of Quarks. He wanted to see if uh, Twice could duplicate them, and unfortunately, because Twice doesn't have the... Like the main reason they recruited him in the first place was because they wanted that ability. And then when he didn't, it sounds like he felt like he failed them and like wasn't that useful. I mean, it seems like he just wanted to know his duplicating abilities, but, I mean, he stuck around. They didn't kick him out. Yeah, but, they uh, wanted his... Well, he was already there, but, like, they seemed like they recruited him for his duplicating abilities, and then when he... Ex because they can't make those themselves, and then when he couldn't make them either, like, kind of a letdown to them. I wonder if they ever tried to shoot one of those things out of the thing, but I guess maybe the moment that they make contact with the human skin, they just break. Yeah, it also kind of reveals that they didn't, um, they weren't able to make more, and they're still trying to figure out ways. At least at that point, they were still having trouble making those. So, the, and also that they have three more or four more, because they had the three in the in the little box, and then they had the one in his hand that he was trying to duplicate. But that might not be true. He might only have three because the one in his hands turned to mud. So they have three more of those bullets, which is plenty for some of the for the story, but it's still not a ton. Yeah, I mean that that's still kind of concerning that yeah they they show why they needed them. I'm actually kind of curious because all might are out of the picture with it like um, without them being involved. Uh, uh, crap, what's his name again? Smiley dude, the guy who can go through walls. I forgot his name. I'm ashamed because I knew his name. Shoot, dang it, I forgot his name. I don't know what you mean by Smiley dude. The guy who goes through walls. When Deku first met him, he he oh. he faced a wall. You mean Lemillion? Yeah, Lemillion. I don't know why I forgot that name. Shoot. But, uh, you know, Lemillion's already been taken out of picture for right now, for what we know. They're working on trying to get his quirk back. Uh, so, so far, they definitely know that it works, but I don't know who they're trying to use it on. Maybe Endeavor, if he becomes a problem. But judging from the fact that how Endeavor's handling things right now, he is a problem, but... Eh. I feel like they're saving it for uh, Deku, for myself, but who knows? Maybe they're just glad they have him. Well, I don't it's think Shigaraki not. thinks Deku's a problem. Yes. Well, but... Um, I feel like Shigaraki would be trying to use that for people who are a problem. And right now... was probably going to want to try to stop the all-for-one quirk, right? So, if he's kind of the mastermind behind all this, or at least was in the beginning, and this guy's his protege, then what part of his point here is to get rid of that quirk, right? Why well, don't Shigaraki even knows that Deku was the next successor? The only person who knows is All for One. I don't think All for One even explained that to him. Based on his interactions with Deku, I mean, earlier on, yeah, he 
But the only reason like he even talked to Deku earlier on was because you know he like he was there at the uh, when they first attacked the US USJ. Let's but, let's face it though, he knows that all for one, he knows that all mine passed on a quirk. Because he's been watching him, and like when he got there to the scene of the fight, he's like, "Oh, that took you a lot longer than it should have." And he was watching him punch himself out of his power. Well, I don't basically. know. We're assuming a lot that Shigaraki what knew, like knew that. I mean, he knew that All Might was weaker, yes, but I don't know if he knew the reason why All Might was weaker. But there's a lot of things there that we're you're, yeah, you're assuming all here. One, all for one certainly knew. And well, of course, off one new, but I'm, I'm like, don't I'm talking Shigaraki right now. Like, you know, he's the one who's got the, the quirk uh, killing bullets. Yeah, but all for one, like, I think all for one would see this as enough of a threat where he might have passed things along. Do you know what I mean? Or at least, like, masterminded, like, the initial, like, find a way to neutralize quirks part of this so that he could, um, he could have a weapon against it. Because, I mean, this whole thing seems like one big revenge plan against the um anyone who tends to be the like the symbol of hero heroism in this you know yeah but i still don't I still don't think shigaraki knows as much as you think he does he you has reasons to, to do like certain things i just don't think he knows as much as like as is what you think he knows because it... he's, he's still like the tool of all for one so like all for one is going to consider like ways to create situations where like, I, I get that's... I mean I get what you're saying that he either he's, he's gonna point he's pointing the tool in the direction he wants to point it but I still like it just like yeah I, I just don't know like if he's really if he's trying to use the, the bullet on Deku if he was I feel like he would have went after him much sooner regardless if he knew that it was gonna if he knew that it worked that, like that's all he should need to know I mean, yeah, Deku is very mobile, but Deku's still too new to the whole heroing thing anyway. Shigaraki isn't new to the whole villain thing. Well, he isn't as new as he used to be. I'll say that much. But, um, I still feel like he probably, like, at, like, at the end of the day, if he was trying to use I feel like he, at least that's what I, I, I would feel, is that if I was Shigaraki, I'd try to get rid of, if I knew my master had a problem with this guy, I would go out of my way to make sure that the problem's resolved. Right. Versus, like, letting him... Be. Now maybe there's some ultimate plan there that I don't know about either. Maybe you know who knows. I'm I'm not saying. I mean I know Sugar Rocky ain't dumb. I know that for a fact. He ain't dumb. He's impulsive, but he ain't dumb. Uh, well, he's he's much less dumb now than he used to be. I still say that was impulsiveness, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's made some smart moves now that like show that he's like increasingly becoming a cut above the rest. You can see why they picked him as, like, someone with a ton of potential. He's growing as well as Deku is. Let me put it that way. That's what, I never made the I never made the comparison of uh, Yayorozo and Twice until I see it in your notes here. I guess it would technically be, but Yayorozo can, like, can make stuff and not really duplicate it's, stuff. It's a very similar quirk type, except Yayorozo can't create um, life. But, and her stuff stays permanent, but it's like a similar quirk type in the same way that you'd say, like, a gating quirk or something like that. He has he has a creation quirk. I get all that. I understand. Like, I never <laughs> made the nerd. I mean, I mean, like before, his, he's duping things, uh, He and she's not. Now, she could, in theory, because she's done it with the those Russian doll things. Um She's made a lot of those, but they don't. It's because she she could do that without using up too much of her lipids. Right. But I mean, I get it. It's it's it's, it's the same concept. Well, least. they need to know. They both need to know knowledge, like scientific data about like what they're creating and understand it, and to be able to create it. The biggest difference is that he can create living things, and he's not li- limited by lipids and stuff like that. But they're like. It's like the gating quirks. Like, one guy creates sort of a black hole, the other guy makes you kind of vomit that stuff, but, like, obviously they're different, but, like, they're both gating quirks. So. I think this is similar, just something else. No, I agree. Uh, see here, we, uh, we, we go past the total life-threatening. 
Twice has the epitome of a psychological mental break, and we go into his backstory. Uh, we we know by age 16 he was orphaned. Uh, I don't know why. I think this episode they really want to make you feel sorry for Twice, which I felt more sorry for Twice than I did for Toga. Uh, I don't know if it's critical or not, because it's not like Toga didn't have a harsh life growing up too. Mm-hmm. But Twice, like a lot of his was just bad luck. Uh. We find out apparently he ran over a motorcycle, a motorcyclist uh, at his job who actually was a top executive. That got him fired, which is like, geez, his life was going downhill. And it was going downhill fast. Kind of makes you wonder, like, what what potential he even had in life up to that point. Uh, pretty much him getting fired leads him to making his first double that he talks to. And this starts, like, an entire just downward spiral from here uh he keeps on making he keeps on making doubles to the point where they start doing you know you know uh they start committing crimes on the ba- on the daily basis they start he's like robbing places it eventually leads to the doubles gang uh turning on him and trying to kill them because they think that they are the real one which leads to one of the weird things about his quirk is that the uh, i guess when it comes to him he doesn't know whether he's real or not and which is part of his mental, uh, his his mental break, because he doesn't know if he's the real one or not. Uh, we also see where he meets Garen for the first time, which is uh, in a bar with a bag on his head. That's kind of funny. Because I think that's the first time he meets Garen. They 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 talk like they never met before. Um, and so we see a little bit twice his mental break too when he's talking double speak, and he's like, you know, you got the you got they got the serious one and the not serious one talking both uh uh we also see that apparently he doesn't really split when he does, isn't wrapped up he just he just loses all he has, he just loses all capacity to function when he isn't masked or whatever which is an interesting yeah, I thing i didn't i i literally thought he was going to split like i thought maybe he didn't have control over his ability to dupe himself that was my legitimate thing i wasn't i legitimately didn't know whether he, it was just a mental thing or just a physical thing so that was me. If you knew, then bravo, you knew something before I did. <laughs> it just seemed like it fit the motif that he would have this mental hang-up where, like... I mean, obviously, at some point in his life, he hasn't had a mask on, and he didn't split, so... I mean, that's true. I mean, like I said before, I, I didn't. I, I legitimately thought maybe at some point his quirk started losing control, because he definitely did mention that his clones started killing him, or trying to kill him. So it just makes sense to me that, okay, maybe they can come out of their own will. Because we do see that they definitely do act on their own. They have their own personality and everything. Uh, I wrote down here Double's a very powerful quirk because Garen brings it up. We also see that uh, Garen introduces him to the League. Uh, we did talk last week. I guess we talked about like the um, we did talk about the bullets. So I guess we, we can move on from there because that's where all that happens. Uh, do do do. As because uh, twi- twice is struggling, he managed to struggle free to go over to Toga. They um, skeptics, uh, clones, refrigerators, go and grab Dobby. Oh, not Dobby. They go and grab uh, twice, break his arms, and that essentially uh, sets him free mentally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have broken arms, set twice free from the mental break, so he knows he's the real one. And this is when things get insanely. Uh, crazy. Uh, we see, I guess, the true power behind tw- uh, Twice's double uh, doubling quirk. You know, it was stupid to me. I spent so much of this episode wondering which one was Twice, and I never th- realized that it's it's the one with broken arms. <laughs> <laughs> Every time one died, I was like, "Was that the one?" Especially the one that came actually, from the elevator. And that, then, actually, you. you... I, okay, I got a secret to admit then too. Um, you bring that up. Actually, I've been I was actually doing the exact same thing you were doing, and then you said that his arms are broken. I was like, wait, I just said that out loud. Am I an right. idiot? <laughs> it was so stupid of me. I'm like, duh. Like he he obviously has broken arms. He probably stayed out of the fight. He could use his ability, I guess, because we saw one like basically chopped in half. Well, I mean, the, the back of his back had all that liquid come out when he was making doubles, so he doesn't need his hands. Yeah. Well, anyway, he he definitely had, like, a way to pull that off. It was just kind of silly that, like, I didn't think about that. And they didn't either, too, because, like, the people fighting him were like, we gotta take him alive, and they're like, don't kill, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, 
you could tell that they were sort of trying to do non-lethal damage, and that was limiting their ability to fight back. And then some of them, like, didn't care, and, like, you know, like, the ice guy, like, knocked out a crap ton of them. But, like, they were, like, some of them were confused and thought that they couldn't do lethal damage to him. I'm sure that made the fight a lot harder for them. Well, I think the thing with Twice's ability is just that um, because he can make, he can constantly make, as I actually look this up, because I have, check the wiki in my notes here. <laughs> uh, but um, Twice's ability, based on what I understand here, the main reason why he says that he can't, he can, uh, the limit that he says that he, he can only make something, make two something, and then the other has to break, uh, applies to everything else but himself. Apparently, because he knows himself so well, um, each of his, each of the copies had the ability to make another copy. So in theory, he could make, as he called that attack, infinite double. In theory, he can make infinite doubles, and they are really, he can make them really fast because the other doubles just keep on making them as they're as they're coming out. And we see it throughout the entire episode is actually happening. <laughs> like each double is making a double. It's like what the heck is going? No wonder he lost control over it. Uh. In in extra description here is like double allowed Jen to create a copy of anything to at a time through touch with double Jen can produce replicas of anyone to produce to pro- provide support in numbers. He does this by creating a dark colored viscous fluid from his hands that forms into the person in question. In order to conceive a perfect clone, Jen required knowledge of precise measurements and physical features of the person or object he was replicating. Doubles possesses the same personality and abilities of the original, making it hard to distinguish them from the real person at a first glance. The copies only recall the memories of the last time they interacted with Jin himself. Well, I didn't really see that in the in the clones, but maybe they were in there and I just wasn't paying attention. Jin had a limited had a limit of creating only two doubles at a time. However, because Jin was able to copy himself and his copies also had access to double, he was theoretically capable of producing infinite replicas of himself by letting his doubles duplicate themselves further. His mm-hmm. creation speed was much faster for himself than others. So essentially, because he he knows himself, and he's he, he's special in a way, he can constantly make a flow himself. Because like each double can make a can make a copy. It, it's ridiculous. Do you so, think that there's any significance to the fact that when he made duplicates um, to fight for him up in the tower, he didn't make a toga one? He made the rest of the team. Yeah, that may have something to do with the fact the last time you saw Toga, she was, like, beaten up. I saw something in, in here that apparently... Well, no, that still wouldn't have done anything, because he could still make a double of her while, he, while she's hurt. He just had to remeasure everything about her. I think... Yeah, he could make a double while she was hurt, but, like, also, like... Um... I don't know, like, he didn't make... The doubles he made of himself didn't have broken arms or anything, and the... Doubly made of Shigaraki didn't seem to like be overtired like the original was. It seemed like the doubles he made were like in good shape. So I think that he didn't do that because he didn't want to lose track of who the real her is. That's true. Also, he was probably in love with her, and that we we already we already established that. The real one, you know what I mean? I think that's probably it, right? What the has he has he actually made a double of her in the past? I don't think so. Because I was to say, like, if he's made a double of her in the past, it throws that whole thing wrench. But if he, get, if he hasn't made a double of her in the past, then... Or maybe he was just all creepy when he went to double her, and he's like, I'm going to need some data. Well, I was thinking about this since he needs the actual data to... <laughs> I need some to, data on you, to, honey. Come back here and let's actually, get some going. <laughs> yeah. hey, but during the Chisaki arc, didn't he... <laughs> didn't he try to measure her, and she said no? Oh yeah, he might have. Might have been it. Yeah. That's what Maybe. I think. No, I think. But did he try measuring her? And she said no because. I feel like where they stand right now, she probably let him measure her. But yeah, maybe. Well, I mean, yeah, now, but I don't know back then because I don't think he was in love with her at that point. Yeah. Because he only fell in love with her the after she wrapped him up with that handkerchief of hers. Are you scientific, honey? Because I want to do it like they do it in the Discovery Channel. Okay. <laughs> Does that ever work on anybody? Can I double your pleasure, honey? <laughs> okay, we're uh, moving on, yeah. apparently, because Jock's getting Just weird. Work, 
We don't have just one. We've got three. <laughs> oh, the record hits the road all night long, baby. We're never going to run out. Hello there, Rye. You kind of popped in at a very bad time. But sure, we're just gonna we're gonna just move on with the with the rest of this episode. No, uh, that ain't the batteries. The batteries never end. I think the next I think the next bit is as you have here, Git Gitun versus Jetun. I don't know how you actually pronounce that, pronounce that versus Davi. I want to point something out, and this has just been bugging me ever since I've been seeing him. Um, if we were to go with a theory that Davi is is the son of uh, Endeavor, the one that's missing. Um, with the way those two are fighting, uh, like, I mean, you could almost take it like uh, he uh, getting had a had a vendetta or something, because like the way like, there's nothing really to even suggest. I just I just had this really weird theory that maybe Endeavor's like second oldest son is like is that guy in the hood because we don't know we don't see his face. And maybe that's just an artistic choice that they had. They didn't. They couldn't come up with a face for him at the last minute. Mm-hmm. It's kind of odd that he's like he's got ice powers and he. I mean, it isn't like ice powers like his mother would have theoretically. Because we see that Shoto has ice powers and he can make he can make ice. This kid can't make ice. He has to actually. But the way he describes his quirk, he said he makes waters. I guess he can lower the temperature, is what he said, and he can control the ice from there. I'm guessing. So I don't know if there's, a different, if there's actually a difference between what Shoto can do and what he can it do. It seems like he can kind of control water, too, to be honest with you. The fact that he could send water into pipes and then have it burst out. Well, the, was he, is he saying he's sending water in there, or is the water already in there because he knows it's down there and he can just lower the temperature? I remember him saying, kind of like saying he sent the water in there. Yeah, I saw that, but I was so confused by that because I don't know. If that, if that was just a... Yeah could be a translation nuance or something too but like it sounded like he said the water was in there to me that's the way i remember it so if he was sending the water in there maybe he has a lot more control over it when it's unless he was having the water sent in there and he put it that way do you know what i mean like i mean why wouldn't the water be in the pipes you know so i don't know it's a little bit ambiguous but he might be able to like control movement of water or something like that maybe not as good it's it, we have almost no data to go on but he's certainly much happier when it's ice yeah i mean that's why i'm trying to figure out he says he's he's an ice user granted he also said that you know he trained and pushed his quirk to the absolute that he could and cause he mentions that the, how powerful your quirk is, is is equivalent to how important your life is which is an odd thing to say uh he uh he apparently had a bad childhood. Um, Dobby kind of goes on and just like says, "Poor you," and then like just blasts him with fire. I just want to point out in the transition, they show Dobby's face and then they say his quirk is unknown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to. I just want to feel like, wow, they really are like. We can see he's throwing fire. I don't. I don't know. to him as the blue flame user. I wonder if that's like a. A writer's hint about something too, given that then they show him and they say his quirk is unknown. I wonder if, like, the fact that the flame is blue for some reason is makes it notable in some way that we're not aware of yet. I still stand on I still stand on this hill because Endeavor used blue flame once, a long time ago. I'm still gonna die on this hill. Uh, unfortunately, because of some friends, I actually learned some stuff about Dabby that I've been trying to erase from my brain, and I was successful. Until this episode started popping up. So, <laughs> yay. Uh, but, um, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's significant. I mean, they, they also bring up the fact that, like, uh, Dobby, his skin is burning. Well, it looks like it was burning when he was using his abilities. And they also bring up the fact that apparently a lot of his body is, like, has artificial skin on it. So I think there's some serious hints that, like, Dobby's been burning himself uh, using his ability, or something, something's been happening to him that makes it ha- him to have to, like, replace his skin. Oh, I just thought that, like, maybe, like, that was the, the price he'd paid for pushing his powers in the past. He's burning from the inside. If he goes too far, like, he'll start burning all the way through. And that guy knows... Well, he's, that, like, he's burning himself by using his abilities. I mean, technically, yes, but I also want to bring up, too... Another another thing that you can make a comparison with him and Endeavor, Endeavor brings to the fact that his quirk pushes his body heat to the point where it's exhaustion until he faints. 
this is actually kind of similar, if, if you think about it. Is that in Dobby's case, he's just burning himself on the inside out. He just doesn't faint that we know of. Yeah. Like, like his quirk, his quirk might be powerful enough that it's actually burning him on the inside out, which is possible because some quirks have been shown to hurt the body. <coughs> Deku. <coughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I don't know what happened there. <laughs> I don't know. You you seem like maybe you had a little uh, flash COVID or something like that. You just started like coughing and then you were better. It just kind of threw me off a little bit. Yeah, I have Dobby's skin is burning written down here. Uh, trying to use your nose to have things back bounce off of. Um. Uh, oh, you wrote down gear and smoked natural American spirits. What? No, you have written down that Garen smoked natural American spirits. I just thought it was funny. It was funny to me that, like, he said, like... Yeah, I know. I was laughing when I read that, too. <laughs> did you? You didn't mention the bad jokes, did you? Just uh, now. I just skipped over that. No, uh, Compression Man with bad jokes um, got a free hand. Was that a joke? Because I don't know if that was a joke. Because his hand was, like, his hand, his medical, his mechanical hand was busted. Right. So he's in the middle of the fight and he yells out to uh oh who the hell does he yell out? I think it's Dobby. Spinner. I think he said to Spinner, he goes, Do you have do you got a free hand? And when he does it they show his metal hand in the front, like the foreground. All you can see is his face, his jacket, and his metal hand sticking out from the jacket. And he goes, You got a hand? And the other guy says no, and he goes, That's kinda cold. Oh, no, I think it's Dobby. Dobby. Yeah, so I thought it was Dobby because yeah. he brings up, like, "Why can't you help me?" And he says, "Why? Why, why should I help you? You should ask those guys." And twice, there's multiple and doubles twice come out. Comes, twice comes charging out saying, "I got over my trauma." Blah blah blah. And he's like, "It's a, like the first episode of a hero story." It was weird to see compression compression man like who I've always thought is so smooth and mature and professional like being sort of like the the, the two bit like comedy relief in this episode. But that's absolutely the role he plays. So he was kind of a goofy character in this, but like those are three really bad jokes in a row. It starts around ten oh five of the episode. Man, I thought the hand thing might have been a joke, but it was like, I, like well, he has his hand was busted. I mean, it wouldn't funnier if his hand wasn't busted and he think he said he needed a hand or something like that. But I guess it's still as funny if he's missing a hand. And he says, I, "You have a free hand." So I guess yeah. I guess a lot of that was kind of like really bad timing though. <laughs> Of course, the person hasn't done a lot, which is actually kind of surprising. I have I haven't expected him to do something like really out of the out of the blue, weird. Like we didn't know he could do that type of thing. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see here. I have here the uh, um, Shigaraki ha asked the scientist to wake up uh, Gig uh, Gigancho Machia or Machia is what I'm gonna call him, and he wakes him up with one for all his voice. Did ask him to do that? I thought he just sort of did it. I could have sworn like, that the, the scientist said you're you're asking for a cheat, and it's like that's not like something that only you would say to somebody who talks about video game logic. For, I didn't think he was asking for a cheat. I thought he was trying to cheat, was what he said, and that the cheat was having him pit this monster against the Liberation Army. So I thought he was saying that like that's a pretty good cheat, like, but you still might die. So I'm gonna like, and um, all for one would hate that. So I'm gonna send. Um, I'm gonna send the guy out early. Like it sounded like it was his, to me. It sounded like it was his own idea. I guess I I thought it was like Shigaraki had asked him to do that. I have I no know. idea. I mean, whatever happens, Machi is on his way. I guess is the the end all be all. That it isn't. It, it, this is like he's on his way. He's coming like a hurricane. This is really bad. Because uh, he hasn't shown up yet, and I had, had assumed that he was going to show up by the first end of the episode, but he didn't show up yet. <laughs> So it sounds like we might we might wrap this up before he shows up. Uh, it just coming like one of the point of him being there was that they managed to wrap it up. Uh, let's see here, Shigaraki is closing on the tower with uh, Gecko Man Spinner. He's Spinner. <laughs> Gecko Man. Sorry, <laughs> I couldn't think of his name. Insurance or something? Oh no. Yeah, I have not used Geico insurance. 
I'm just saying you made it sound like maybe that was going on. I didn't mean to. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> no, I didn't. But, um, you see here. Oh, there's like I guess like twice comes in the rescue after uh after hero more heroes are starting to show up because Shigaraki brings the fact that as they're getting closer to the tower, there are more heroes starting to pop up. Twice comes in to save the day, and um, Shigaraki says something that I honestly find interesting. It's like he, I think Spinner says like isn't like isn't twice enough for this? He's like no, because he likes he likes Garen too much. And then following that sentence, he says that playing with people's hearts makes me sick or something like that. And like I wrote down, Shikiraki sounded like a hero here, which was odd. I mean, not really odd concerning his 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 heritage, but still kind of odd for the way well, it, the way he is here. It hit home for him, I think, based on certain things. But there's also like this honor among thieves around among this group. You're seeing that like they're all really bonded with each other. So yeah, I mean, that's true. It could just also be what it is too. I just kind of thought it was kind of odd that he. Like, I could see twice saying something like that, but I just didn't picture Shigaraki being the one to say something like that. The power of friendship is definitely strong in this episode. Uh, yeah. Uh, I write something down here because the guy from the Heart and Minds group shows up, and uh, I say dude sounds are his power. I, what I like, what I really meant to say because I was writing so fast was that I'm starting to think, um. Because when he's he's encouraging the the heroes around him, right? Because uh, this kind of goes into your whole idea that might be something going on with the power scaling. And I've been trying to figure out if that's true. Then what's happening here? And I, and I was adamant that it couldn't have been the area. Um, I think this dude. I think his name is Nabata. Whatever his name is, the guy with the glasses that shows up. The guy you see in the preview who makes a mask appear. Um, yeah. I think his ability is to increase the abilities of people around him by encouraging them. Because we see that he doesn't get into a fight with anybody. He just shows up and talks stuff and then leaves. Yeah. I got that impression, too, that his ability was to, like, inspire or, or ramp people up or something like that. Because he said that, but he says that they all get increasingly motivated, and it's just kind of like, okay, that seems odd. But the problem with that is, like, though, is, like, I wonder, like, does he have control over who it motivates or who it well, in, empowers? It certainly didn't motivate anyone that didn't. Um, feel like the message was directed at them. Like, the the other heroes didn't seem particularly amped up by it. They were more worried about it. I guess. Um, yeah, I don't really know. We don't really know. We'll see more of him this episode, apparently. Because he'll, he'll be more involved, I'm guessing. Uh, let's see here. Grand Commander of the Liberation Army, Rikia Yoshibashi. I guess is the guy, it's the Redestro dude. I I have here in one line is like ogre, because that's what that kind of reminded me of his the 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 black hand the guy getting bigger it just seemed ogreish to me. I was thinking clayface. Well, he didn't oh. change faces. Well, I mean we haven't seen him do it yet, I mean, but uh... we haven't seen him change face. But clayface keeps a human appearance but like can make can all of a sudden revert body parts back to like clayface form and have like those big clay hands and stuff like that it just felt clayface like to me especially because clayface when his power starts breaking down like you can see like his muddy self underneath starting to come through so it felt a little clayfacey to me but like i said earlier before the podcast started like i wasn't sure if his face turning increasingly brown was a sign that he was gaining power or losing it. Because, like, for example, Iceman, who's an Omega-level mutant, when his power went up, he turned his entire body into ice. When somebody like Clayface gets weakened, he can't hold himself together as well, so, like, he starts looking like he's reverting back to his mud form. So it's really hard to tell if he's, like... If well, anytime he uses... Tense and he's, like, cutting, cutting loose more... Because at the beginning, he even says, like, I shouldn't even be fighting in this arena. Like, he's way above all these people. So it's possible that it reflects that he's using more and more of his power as he, like, realizes it's necessary. Or it's possible that he's he's winding out of power. Hard to tell. Well, well basically, what I was getting at from there is it looks like it just... Because it, 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 it covers his arm whenever he uses it, but then it reverts back the moment that he, he, he releases whatever power he had on there. I think it's just... Maybe it's uses of power, him getting power. I highly doubt it had anything to do with him losing power because 
I, mean, I can see what you mean, but at the same time, it feels kind of weird. If that's the case, he should be really be watching how, how much of his power he's using, regardless of the situation that he's at. He's supposed to be the leader of this group, too. It's a, the, you know, the group wouldn't couldn't do a dang thing with a dead leader. We know he's not going to die because we, we see him in the future working with Sugar Rocky and everybody. Um, right. And also, at that point, if I remember correctly, he doesn't even have like the, the, the splotchy stuff on his face, which is also odd. If I'm, if I'm remembering correctly, in the future, he actually looks normal, which is odd. Yeah, but is uh, the person he's descending from had that on his face, so it's it's a variant of that guy's power in some way, probably, since he's a descendant and see similar quirks kind of get passed along through lineages. I guess speaking of like, I guess quirk or at least the term quirk. Um, when they were get, we getting to this point of the episode, things started kind of getting uh, lost in tw- translation, quote unquote. But um, I, from, from originally, I had t- uh, the the things they're saying here. I initially took it that meaning that maybe he he was the origin of all quirks, or his mother was. But it sounds like more like as I was like watching the second time around, it, I think they were just talking about the the term quirk, is is what came uh, upon what which is what came down after. Everything, because he brings up the fact that uh, I mean, you bring up too that the stigma of quirks and everything like that. But um, meta powers were coming were coming more rampant. Heroes and vigilantes were starting to pop up more. The government was trying to get a handle was trying to get a handle on this. So we can definitely tell that whatever wherever he wherever he's from, which you bring up that he must be old. Um, I don't know what his nose has to do with that, but I mean, sure, why not? But uh, you don't agree with that. Is that what you said? I don't know what I don't I don't know what his nose has to do with that. Is what I'm saying. I mean. Oh, that was just uh, originally I didn't I couldn't remember his name. I put pointy nose to just remind myself what I was talking about. And then when I wrote his name down, I just didn't take that off the notes because the notes were written mostly for me. But I just also thought you might appreciate having them. But when I couldn't remember his name, he was pointy nose. And then when I did remember his name, I went back and added his name. Okay. I mean, I don't know how old. I mean, he could be. He could be really old, for all I know. Who knows? Well, the fact that he remembered. He said, "I remember when quirks were stigmatized." We know that that's at least not during All Might's life. So this guy and the guy doesn't seem that old. You know what I mean? He seems pretty spry and everything in the fight. So he doesn't strike me as like really old, but he like he remembers that. So if he is, like, some sort of shapeshifter or whatever, like, you know, because I had mentioned Clayface as someone that he reminded me of, then shapeshifters notoriously, it's, like, somewhat aligned with having a long life. You know what I mean? Like, they, um, what's her name? The blue one from X-Men. Why can't I think of her name? Mystique? What? Mystique? Mystique. Thank you. Mystique from X-Men is, like, ancient because she actually doesn't really age because she's a shapeshifter so she can be whatever shape she wants and like she just doesn't age as a consequence like her body can be as young or as old as she wants it to be but um for a shapeshifter that's very often the case you just you just don't age so if that's the case then he might have some prolonged life but it still doesn't make sense that they're seeing this as a way for him to become immortal because twice his power doesn't really work that way unless they think they have a way to like modify it so that it is well the thing with twice the stuff his his clones could live forever they just they just can't take damage the moment that they take the damage that is the equivalent of breaking a bone that's when they disintegrate i don't think there's a limit so how long the clone seems to be a clone of his current age he doesn't make a clone and it shows up as like a fetus or a baby or something so if he's old and he clones something theoretically it would be old too in which case it doesn't really track to think that well he the, with the way twice i understand you're talking about like the, theoretically if he doesn't age what is why does he need twice alive i see that in the notes here but um i think basically he, he like he's he doesn't really mean immortality i think well not immortality in the sense that like i'm gonna use these clones to live forever i think what it is is more like because destro committed suicide in jail and he thinks that's a tragedy. He really, he, we know that he thinks that's a tragedy. Um, and uh, he doesn't like the fact that his father killed himself. But it sounds like the team here, they, they, like, they don't think that anybody else would, 
fit to be a leader other than Desperate Son. So in a really weird way to to uh, to obtain vicarious immortality, if I can use that word, if I'm using it correctly, mm-hmm. the English major will be here tell me in a minute. But um, that uh, I think he's trying to use this. Define vicarious because I'm pretty sure you're not using it correctly. Let me just look that up real quick then. If you're living vicariously and you know somebody that lives a really interesting life, then you sort of feed off their interesting life because it's interesting. In a way that is experienced in the imagination through the actions from the... Okay, that's not what the word I'm using. No, that's not the word right. Yeah. Was like, whatever. I, I mean, he. I think in a really weird way, he's trying to experience immortality, just not in the way... Because we know that... We know he knows how twice his quirk works. We already know that. Um... Based on skeptics, you know, like idea and the analysis of his of his quirk, but um, mm-hmm. so I feel like considering that you know anybody that twice dupes, uh, the the clone acts exactly like the original, and uh, and I guess in, in a weird weird sense, if he's able to drain quirk twice his quirk or force it to force him to force his quirk to activate, he'll probably find a way. It's kind of like um, it's kind of like uh having a clone on backup. Like you know, having a clone in the in the stasis field, just there in case you die, and in the moment you die, um, there's there's a program initiated that and that unlocks the next clone, and that clone wakes up, and that clone believes that clone, we how twice as quirk believe uh, works, that clone believes he's the real thing, and he'll keep going on, and because the the quirk, the clone quirk, or the 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 clone doesn't have as much durability as the original original thing, the moment that they die from a hit. Then another clone will wake up. Initially, co- constantly, if they're able to utilize twice as quirk in the right way, they could make infinite clones of Redestro, and he just live forever. Technically speaking, it won't be the original guy, but it'd just be clones of the original. Um, based on what, I, from what I'm understanding, that might be wrong, but I, I think that's what he's trying to obtain is some source of immortality, not really keeping himself alive, just keeping the idea of him alive. In the form of a clone, but um, it's creepy all the same because <laughs> they're really they they really want. I think I think what they're hoping to do is amp up his power with that shot that makes your power like hugely more powerful. I think they're thinking of like using that drug to amp him up in a way that like maybe the the clones stick better or something. I just don't get exactly what it is. Don't forget too, they have that person with the rewind power. Um, that they were like feeding off of for a while. So the person with the rewind power, like with the horn on her head, they might have gotten something from her too. Like so, it might be some sort of like combination of things, and he's the last piece of the puzzle. But other than that, I don't see it being anything more than a little bit awkward. Yeah, I, I get what you mean. I, I like I just took it as like he's trying to obtain some really weird sense of immortality. Now, I don't know what the, the quirk-boosting drug would do to twice. Um, based on what we know about his limitations, I feel like all it would really do is just make the clone just as durable as the original. But then again, doing that would probably mess up with twice's brain at that point. Uh, I mean, more so than it already is messed up. I mean, there's no, there's no, like he's already messed up in the brain. But uh, if that's what they're trying to do, it seems kind of odd that they're they're they, we haven't they haven't made any mention of it when we were watching them that that's what they're trying to do. They're doing they're trying to do something with twice his power, but they haven't given out the real the, the real main plan. I just took it because he said immortality. Because one of the one of the uh, followers of Redestro says that you know they're trying to do this so they can get their their boss some source of immortality, uh, and it seems like twice is the way to do it because twice can do can dupe people. And he also brand the fact that Twice's double ability is a lot more powerful and useful than Twice is like using it for her right now. Which is that's interesting too. It's like, okay, so Twice's ability is a lot more useful and a lot more powerful than we think it is right now. Uh, the last thing I have here is that Shigaraki collapses the building. Um, as all this is happening up in the tower, uh, Pretty much, Shigaraki kind of comes. Well, the, the Shigaraki clone that, that Twice makes to help him out up there with Redestro says that if like, you want to protect your friend Giran, I suggest you get ready to cushion your friend. And he's like, cushion? Like w- when I flew out that window, I made contact with him, and I assume he's going to touch the building, 
or that's what I would do if I was him. And I was like, wait, is gear is a is Demachia make it? And then we see the hand of Shigaraki touch the building and just everything falls down. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, so Shigaraki made it to the building because uh uh, uh was too busy dealing with twice in in the clones up there. But uh, yeah, I had the episode ended there, because like the next thing that Shigaraki says, like if humans would have died from that, uh, normal humans would have died from that height. Uh, I'm I'm guessing considering that I was thinking, well, what happened to Twice's clones? But then you bring up earlier on as we're a conversation that the real Twice's broken arms is over there uh, in the in the in the yard of someone else's house with his arms broken. So like yeah, Eric, it doesn't really matter. All the clones that were in there all disappeared. Except for yeah, Kieran. I think he just kind of created a couple of clones and then let, like, shit hit the fan. Those clones, but yeah, that's another thing. That clone that was up there created more clones. So, yeah, we definitely know that his clones definitely have the ability to create more clones. Yeah. And you start seeing them already, like, even at this early stage, like, being a little bit conflicted on who's who. Like, so you can definitely see how, like, you could restart the whole process of, like, not knowing if he was alive or real or whatever. Again. Well, he's he knows now that he just needs to inflict damage on him to figure if he's the real one or not. Like, he said, he said the only reason why I had this problem is I never thought to hurt myself, which is, I guess, an odd thing to say and realize. But, I mean, hey, the more you know. I wish I had that rainbow that could pop up above my head. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I I thought about that. And he said, "I was like, huh, you know, that's right. Like, if you if you know that about your quirk, then I guess the best thing to do is just hurt yourself somehow. But I guess when you're too afraid to try it because you're afraid you might disappear, then you don't try that because you're in this mental loop that you can't break free. The only time that will ever break free is if someone actually hurts you. So um, yeah, it's a thing." Uh, the next episode is uh, the origin of Tenko Shimura or Tenko Shigaraki. I forgot what they called it, but um, I find it kind of bittersweet because I think we'll be going on a hiatus here after this week, and that episode shows up. Sorry about that part. No, it's no problem at all. Um, I guess I'm gonna let this be known now. There might be a hiatus, in it, and and if there is one, uh. For sure, will become as October, but depending how I feel about it next week or next Monday, I might just try to solo it. Uh, well, we'll see when that time comes. But um, either way, see you guys either next week or next month. That's an odd thing to say. Skinny, I'm done doing. I'll see you later, baby. <laughs> okay then.